0: You, you are now, are now tuned into the Fusebox Radio broadcast
1: with DJ Fusion
0: and John
2: Judah, syndicated worldwide, to bring real, real f-
3: black radio back <laughs> to the masses.
4: All right, everybody, one, two, one, two, what's going on? You're now in tune to another session of the syndicated worldwide Fuse Box radio broadcast with DJ Fusion and John Judah. Since 1998, whether it's on your FM dial or internet radio station podcast or website, we're going to be up in the mix for y'all for the next three hours bringing you a slice of what we call 21st century black radio for the masses, a good blend of old and new school music from the black, black diaspora, hip-hop, soul, funk, jazz, reggae, etc., etc., as well as news, commentary, and interviews in the entire nine. You got myself on the mix and commentary and DJ Fusion on the side, you got my bro, John Judah. What's going on there, Judah?
5: Yes, indeed. We are Wide World. We're back for every boy and girl. We're not whack, Of course, DJ Fusion and I, the cosmic black anti-matter back at ya. Of course, we got the spectacular sound system. Of course, bringing the wisdom. And, of course, much love to the whole We all Wide World. Alright? Fusey, what's the deal?
4: Doing alright, doing alright. Glad, as always, to be able to do another radio show this week. Alright. Of course, love and props to our wonderful audience, by whichever means you listen to the radio show. We deeply appreciate yep, yep, you. Yep, Yeah. And, yep. um, yeah, it's pretty cool that, um, we have a nice, diverse audience. Pretty much ending up six out of the seven... Continents in a pretty nice range, and I'm um, also shout out to all of our great people who listen to the podcast. Like, if you can't get to um, our show through our broadcast affiliates, um, we yeah. do offer the show via podcast. So, if you got iTunes, Zoom, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn, um, Blackberry yeah. Podcast, yeah. or your music RSS video of choice, you can grab on um, to the Fusebox Box Radio broadcast. Yep, yeah. those fine folks. I'm actually looking at the um stats that we have earlier via our podcast provider podomatic um we've been very consistent with at most dipping to number 15 in um our podcast category of hip-hop and rap amongst some really 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 great shows including a lot of shows by legends when you get in that um top 20 range so for us to be up there on a real consistent basis it's pretty awesome So um, shout-out to everybody who um, listens that way. And as we mentioned, our broadcast affiliates, um, over 25-plus as of now. You can check out um, their websites and all of their wonderful content um, through our blog page, BlackRadioIsBack.com. There's a link for our broadcast affiliates. You just click up on there, and it'll list everybody who's down with the Fusebox Radio vibe and spreading it to the world. And um, let's do the promo spill. Because we got a lot to talk about. This was one of those type of weeks. So um, I'm going to get right into that before we get into our wonderful mix of music. Um, FuseboxRadioOnline.com F-U-S-E-B-O-X-R-A-D-I-O O-N-L-I-N-E.com as one word. Is our official website for the syndicated Fusebox Radio broadcast with DJ Fusion and John Judah. yep. yep. And if you like doing your social networking thing on the web, um, we're all over the place on there, so pretty much um, the majority of that stuff ends with slash Fusebox Radio. So, twitter.com slash Fusebox Radio, myspace.com slash Fusebox Radio, buymeo.com slash Fusebox Radio, etc., etc., etc. On the written end, you can check out the syndicated Fusebox Radio broadcast, BAM, um, talking about music and other good things via Oh Hell No. And Planet L So Ohelnawblog.com oh, no, is the website For the oh, hell, no, blog. Um Part of the New Music Tuesday Music uh, yeah. review staff And um, we do music reviews Of um, all the new releases From the major and independent labels um, My latest review with the staff Was of Drake's um, <clears throat> Excuse me um, Take Care album And yeah, I'm not gonna even say how I feel about the Take Care album. Go to the website, um, check it out. I'm very blatant about my feelings with it. And um, I've had some interesting back and forth about my feelings about that album. That's all I'm gonna say about that. And um, Planet Ill, PlanetIll.com, and um, the Indecent Exposure article series. I'm giving high buff to not just independent music, but now independent movies. Um, DVDs, art, all other types of good stuff in the independent entertainment world. So that um, article series is going down, down, down. And um, yep, lastly, if you like um Facebook, um, our Facebook like page has been slowly but surely growing, which we deeply appreciate. You can go to facebook.com/slash Fusebox Radio Show. One word click that nice little thumbs up button if you're on Facebook. Spread the word to others. And, um, it, it has helped us out quite a bit in terms of getting the Bucks Radio to more heads. And, um, you know, if you want to check out stuff on Facebook, since now they got a big music thing going on, you can check out, um, our radio show and stuff via, um, that means as well.
5: No down, no down.
4: And, um, yeah, that's about it on the promo spiel tip. And, um, oh, lastly, um, we're getting back heavy um, into the mixtape and event world. So you can go to FuseboxRadioOnline.com. You want to get a mixtape hosted by the fam. You want to have folks spin at the event. Um, just hit us up and we can work things out and be down for the cause. Exactly, exactly. And uh, before we get into the music mix, I know we got a lot of old school and new school, wonderful black music tunes. Um, we're gonna have a new Black Agenda Report segment with Glenn Ford and their crew. Shout out to Hi. them. Um, shout out to the non-profit, <clears throat> non-partisan organization Free Press, promoting media democracy in the U.S. and beyond. We got a new on uh, media minute segment by them. And um, lastly, shout out to our folks at the Black University Radio Network um with the direct effects segment shout out to lamar blackman and the um cool crew that um puts them joints out so
5: no doubt no doubt
4: yeah it's gonna be hectic it's gonna be hectic so um yeah let's get into the commentary i guess first and foremost we gotta give big up to some of the greats who have passed um this past before we get into um some other things. um for my sports fans particularly boxing fans um, this week was a sad week. Smoking Joe Frazier, ex-heavyweight champion yeah. of the world, passed away at the age of 67. And, um, that was kind of a wild story because only a few days beforehand, I think literally that past weekend, um, I was reading a story in the New York Daily News talking about it. They had just found out that, um, the brother had up getting, um, liver cancer. And they had put him in hospice literally about two days later. Um... You know, he went on the other plane, so for all of his um, fans, um, family, and um, others um, who were part of his life differently, I'm praising condolences. tomorrow in here at the Fuse Box radio broadcast. For those who are not familiar with um, boxing too heavy, um, he was um, former heavyweight champion after he defeated, <clears throat> excuse me, Muhammad Ali at the Thriller in Manila. And for people who are familiar with Muhammad Ali's um, history, just in general, much less in boxing, um, that was one of the really, really big major matches that people still hold up to this day in um. the um, realm of heavyweight boxing. Um, you know, people talk about the Rumble in the Jungle with um, George Foreman. Phil Manila was um. another big one as well. And... Um looking at George Fraser I'm no, sorry excuse me I said George slipping up looking at um Joe Fraser's um history um I read up on terms of um after he passed away it's very um it's very interesting and very complex and to a degree it's kind of sad how things went down he won 32 fights overall um 27 by knockout only lost four times and um Half of those times were to Ali, and half of those times were to George Foreman.
5: Mm
4: Mhm. So two of the folks who are looked at as some of the modern-day greats of heavyweight boxing were the only cat that um, he lost to. But he never received the fame of both of those men. And um, that was one of the things that was supposed to have kind of ate him up during his um, lifetime. Another one thing that kind of, you know, affected him, they said almost to the day that he died, was um, his rivalry with Muhammad Ali, not just on the professional end, but to a degree, a personal end. When Muhammad Ali ended up um, becoming a conscientious objector and had having his um, heavyweight championship taken away, Joe Frazier was one of those guys who was behind him and gave him support, financially and otherwise. And while, you know, there is a knowledge of this day of Muhammad Ali being that type of cat who would talk trash and everything before a fight and try to throw people off and everything else, Joe Frazier took it very much to heart that it's like, yo, this dude, you know, calling me a gorilla and Uncle Tom and all types of crazy stuff. But I backed him up during his worst time. And looking at stuff like that, and actually HBO just had a documentary on about him. this particular fight I ended up watching before the broadcast I could kind of see why he would take it personally for better or for worse especially during that really charged up time when there was like the black power movement and everything being called to Uncle Tom could really mess somebody up Good. much less um, the color complexity that unfortunately kind of still exists today between um, some people who are lighter skin and some people who are darker skin. And what have you? Just um, one thing is for very sure: interesting.
5: Ali, take, Ali, going out there, being associated with people like the Nation of Islam in that era, you know, that took a lot of courage, just to even be seen with them, let alone join that organization. And you know, he had changed his name, so his identification was different. So, um, first, I want to say uh, rest in peace to uh, um, uh, Joe Frazier. And um, those were like household names in my house or whatever. Boxing being, you know, a thing or whatever. And um, so, you know, just the knowledge and history or whatever, and seeing the old fights or whatever, you know, and just the vibe of how everything was going on. And um, and you know, I, it, relationships are funny like that. You know, he helped him whatever, whatever, and you know, I'm not surprised I I really outlived him. That might not sound right, but I'm not surprised. And I think that um, Joe Frazier definitely should remember and respect it. I mean, you know, he lost his fight to, you know, Foreman and, you know, Ali. And, you know, to me, Ali, the fact that he, you know, he recognizes him and stuff as a divine black man. I just put him in the head and front as far as I'm concerned, you know, as far as just being that bold to to to, to, to say that and know that. You know what I'm saying? But this ain't about Ali, this is about Joe, and, um, you know, and um, just rest in peace to them, and, um, and you know, big up to everybody, you know, who likes boxing, and, you know, and, you know, all
4: right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No doubt, no doubt, so, you know, definitely respect to him, and um, I say definitely check out that film in Manila documentary if you get a chance to see it. Um, whether it's on your TV screen or whatever else, it's it's an interesting snapshot into what happened back then and um, how people feel about um, the match and its particular relevancy on um, political and other few levels today. Um, supposedly, at the very end, they um Ali and Frazier made up. So we'll um, yeah.
5: see. that's what it was supposed to be in the beginning, you know.
4: Yeah. Um, they, things happen and um, both men um. And and, um, matured on that,
5: and you can only give prop to that. Um, And and also, uh, something to be learned of not allowing the media to play people off on one one other because they were hearing headlines and stuff, and I'm pretty sure that kind of affected vocals.
4: No doubt, no doubt, and um, very, very true. Um, Next up, um, for my people of the mid 80s to now hip hop generation, A huge and surprise loss happened this week. Um, Excuse me. Heavy D passed away. Hip-hop MC, producer, um, music executive. um, Just a very, very important man, especially around the um, New Jack Swing era of music. And um, beyond. Passed away at the age of 44. As of broadcast time... Um, We don't have a particular reason. They said that he was suffering from pneumonia not too long before he passed away. But um, all the results of things aren't in yet. Um, I personally heard this um, commuting on the way back home during the week, and it was just kind of crazy. Um, For somebody around my age range, I'm in my early 30s, um, one literally grew up to heavy d in so many levels of course on the um hip-hop and mc and you know girls they love me mr big stuff um, all of that um the first um album i personally had by heavy d was the peaceful journey album personally to me one of his best albums no doubt.
5: And, and
4: what have you um the brother was born by the name of the white eric myers in 1967 in jamaica and grew up mostly in money earned in mount vernon new york down. and um post his um hip-hop career where he um to this day was making albums and music he has an independent so. album coming out uh, in 2012, and a um, single that's just out right now. Um, his impact behind the scenes in the music industry is as important as his um, career as a music artist on the mic. Um, in my personal opinion, he was one of those cats who had skills and everything else, but he also had a thing where the music he made was fun. He had music that was fun and also music that was towards ladies and neither side was like cornball with it. You just got a natural good time feeling from Heavy D's music. One of the few cats who I think never cursed on the record, but was still able to make it happen. Nobody would necessarily say he was a soft dude.
5: Heavy D was kind of like that continuation. For those of us who remember hip-hop from the 80s, he was a continuation of that fun type of Mm hip-hop. And I think which really doesn't exist right now in mainstream, it doesn't exist. It at least the type of vibe that Heavy was bringing. You know, Heavy was Heavy was very important to the game, and I ain't gonna front. When Heavy first came out, I was not feeling it. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna make it seem like it was something that it wasn't. You know, very early, but you know, by, you know I'm talking about Mr. the big stuff era. I remember that. I wasn't really big on that, but then as time progressed, I recognized it as a lyricist, and just as a, a, a performance energy being, that you know, that was that dude. Heavy was definitely that dude, and um, uh, uh, uh um, he did you know, he did the, 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 the theme joints to Living Color. I mean, yeah. heavy verses in a living color. I mean, nobody can front nobody who's an MC can front on that. If you're a hip, you can't front on them versus the heavy wrote for that. You can't front on them, you know what I'm saying. And you know, heavy was that dude, and I remember me and my people being on the set when he did that. We, you got your own thing. Uh, oh no, well now that we found love, that was done down in old Manhattan. Uh, and, uh, me and me and me some people from Jones, was, we, we was there when they was doing it, when they had those outfits on. And head passed the cars to one of my peoples in the, I don't think they followed up on that, but, but no, nah, Hed was doing it big early. One of the first cast to put a, a joint on the track with Michael Jackson and Janet Jackson, first hip-hop cast that they messed with. Hed no was that dude, God bless him. And, and big up to all the people connected with him. I think
4: his cousin, I think Pete Rock is his cousin. Yeah, Pete Rock is his um. cousin. Um, quite a few people um, he helped come up with or um, did other things, including um, Puff Daddy. He was one of those cats. He was in one of his um, first videos. Uh-huh. And um, when Puff Daddy was working in Uptown Records, Heavy D was, an, was a music executive at over there. And um, he was one of the first guys People talk about Big and Pun and all that And those brothers do deserve their respect But Heavy D was that first Overweight lover cat No
5: doubt. Where
4: you know people took that serious On video And um, Other types of ends And um, yeah man like You know again for me growing up as a kid to a teenager Around um, The 90's I mean the living color themes Are Classic especially that first one for me personally oh, no. um you know he, he he tore it up more than one may think somebody would do for a theme song um talking about michael jackson and janet the work he did for them you know michael jackson's jam it's a classic all right it's a classic and you know that brother was a part of that for people who um think about him on the tv and um acting in um he was in the one more chance video that that was the brother who was the doorman if y'all remember that okay. video and whatnot um he had a consistent role in living color not living color, i'm sorry um i'm thinking about the 90s right now he living single um he was Regina's boyfriend of kim phil's boyfriend for a second in um sure. that particular series um he had roles in rock boston public tracy morgan show um i know he's in um, the tower heist movie i was told um, right now, that's out with Eddie Murphy. So he was part of that ensemble candle. He was really doing a lot um, up to this day. And uh, some people saw him Eddie Murphy,
5: too, that movie Life. That movie Life he was
4: in. No doubt. That's, was, that's a slept on classic. And um, he was just in the um, 2011 BET Hip Hop Awards for some heads, which is a shame. and just shows how the um, mainstream music culture is right now. Um, his appearance at the 2011 Music uh, BT um, Hip Hop Awards was the first time, I think, in about 15 years. No, no. That um, he was on and performing and still had it. And still had no. stuff um, going on. So, yeah, it's kind of like losing that, that, that cool, chill cousin of hip hop and whatnot um, with Heavy D. And if people got to look at his legacy, it's like you can do you and be good. Yeah, I think you have so many cats trying to do a copycat type of thing. Heavy D did him, and it wasn't necessarily like he just had to be stuck in this lane. That was his natural lane. And he still had the skills and everything to back it up. Like, people couldn't say, like, if you really listen to some of the Heavy D's material that his skills on the mic were lacking. You might not necessarily like certain vibes of the music, depending on the type of person that you are, but he had his skills on point. And when you have a cat who has worked with so many different kinds of people through the years... No doubt. You know, that, that's a significant thing. On top of the fact that um, even before his passing, you never heard anything bad about Heavy-D. No doubt. That's an extreme rarity. So, um, peace to that brother, man. And um, yeah, respect to him and um, his musical legacy during the short time frame that um, he had. I don't know if he made a lot happen.
5: I mean, I don't want to offend nobody with this, but have you remind me of Guru, and you'd be like, what you mean by that? In the sense that those are two cats, at least MC cats, that truly, you know, you were know, the essence of hip-hop. That's not saying other cats that came before them weren't, I'm not saying that at all. But some about, like, have vibe, you know, make me think of Slick Rick, you know what I'm saying? Like that early stuff, that, that, like, or oh, even Dougie Fresh, that, like, you know, that jolly thing in hip-hop. Them, them dudes, them dudes were that. Them dudes were that. It had nothing to do with cars or what it, back in the day, cats wasn't even really running, rolling like them cats is now. You know what I'm saying? Black radio was fronting on hip-hop, and even mainstream media was fronting, MTV was fronting on hip-hop. So, I mean, so cats weren't heard. It was no internet, there was no none of that other stuff, so cats weren't heard in many places, instantaneously like they are today. You know what I'm saying? Heav was from that era. No
4: doubt. And, yeah.
5: and, and one thing I will say, people won't believe this either. People from Heav's age group to at least 30, especially from New York, but who are into hip-hop like that, you cannot count them out. Counting them out is like counting God out. Trust, trust me, trust and believe that. You can't count them jokers out. You, I mean, Hands was a perfect example. Hands mm-hmm. was—it was his time to go. You know, you know. So I mean, in other words, they might, they may or may not be taking care of themselves on the on the on the, on the uh, uh, nutritional, uh, um, uh, 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 physical end, but as far as artistically, you can't count them out. No doubt, you no just
4: doubt. Can't. And very, very true, and one thing um, one definitely had to look at, I mean, we don't know why, you know, Heavy passed away yet, and, you know, like I said, Joe Frazier, you know, passed due to, um, whatever caused his liver cancer, but, um, whatever you do in life, man, I mean, I'm not gonna get too deep into it, but definitely appreciate your life and definitely try to take care of yourself with your health, physical, mental, and the other nine, um, past few you. It just seems like too many people are going out too young. I mean, we all go out when it's our time at the end of the day, but there's things that we can't control. So, now, that's a something now. to look at. So, you know, rest in peace to Heavy D, rest in peace to the bro Joe Frazier. And, um, yeah, let's get into, um, one or two other type of things. I know it's gonna take a little bit of, um, time before we get into, um, the joint, just because it's, um, very heavy-handed, very, um, deep. Um... For my sports people, I've been looking at this story the entire week. But I think it's very relevant for us to mention here on the Fusebox Radio broadcast. And um, that is the Penn State um, football scandal.
5: That's right, for sure.
4: Oh, no problem. That's the um, Penn State football scandal. And for those who may not be familiar with the scandal as of yet, um, in a real short, condensed version... Um one of the assistant coaches <clears throat> excuse me by the name of Jerry Sandusky has um a grand jury indictment against him for abusing um eight young men over the past ten to fifteen years on. Sandusky Penn State was campus. a little a- and more, unfortunately, if you get a chance to read the grand jury indictment to a degree, I, which a lot of stuff I can't say because we're on some FCC-friendly stations, it's, it's pretty damn disgusting. It's pretty damn
1: disgusting.
4: I mean, there, there's um, a, a lot of abuse, including some very um, explicit sex things that um, this man is said to have done. And the boy was blushing
5: while he was touchy a uh, touchy, so sad.
4: It's 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 crazy, it's crazy. And um, one of the things that's crazy, besides this man's particular actions, and what makes it even more just ridiculous is the fact that he had a um, nonprofit um, organization
6: this- that
4: was to um, assist um, what they call disadvantaged ch- kids here in the United States, essentially those um, who are in the lower economic stature and um, or people of color who are of a lower economic stature. um, And that probably was a That probably
5: was a bait. That probably was a bait. Yeah, let me do this as a front. I can write it off and then I can touch them all. That's probably where he was going. Yeah,
4: look, it's it's crazy. It was through an organization called um, The Second Mile, which said it gave this man access to hundreds of boys, many of whom were vulnerable due to their um, social and um, economic situation. And at the time, the man um, been, who had these accusations had coached at Penn State for over 30 years. And even at his retirement coaching, he still had full access to um, Penn State's um, football facilities and what have you. Now, personally, I'm very simple and dry. Um, you sexually assault anybody. I hope you go to jail and get the hell beat out of you and whatever else goes down. You do anything to a child, you know, I'm like, you're burning in hell already, guaranteed. Whatever happens to you on this plane just happens.
5: No doubt. Bottom
4: line. And if that's something I deal with my maker. so be it. I personally think my maker is. Um. What makes this story even worse Is the fact that Supposedly this had been reported To the upper administration Through all the years this happened In one way or the other At least a few of these incidents Including one which again Was a very explicit situation Where they caught him um, Yeah, Essentially um, Having full on um, Sex with a 10 year old boy in the shower and what kills you is that while you know the person who walked into this situation who's still in who's now is an assistant coach at the school, but that's a whole other situation. Um, excuse me. Um, this was reported to superiors within the school, and the to university police. But I'm like, why did nobody call 911 to get to some real cops?
5: Cause that meant that something something had been going on, and nobody. Some so that that probably was had already been going on on some level with other other men. And, you know, everybody was like, oh, man, you know, you know. It's like the Church of Rome or in, like, certain witchcraft covens. You know, men is always touching men. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, let's let's keep it hushy-hushy so they can continue the touchy-touchies. Man. Continue, please.
4: Man, it's, like, to me, the entire thing is cause it's just it's just a horrible, horrible scenario. I'm like, worst came to worst, The only thing that no. would have happened would have been like look you know what we, we can't find enough information at this time I mean you report to your superiors within the school and then you got people who are like yeah we're just gonna kinda let that go and only until the very end they let this dude still get full access to the university so it's like that doesn't mean that abuse stopped afterward. not at all and I'm sure a lot of stuff's gonna come out about this story um within the weeks and stuff ahead but you know I went to a, a um, I guess a what they call a um, Division One NCAA school, and while our athletic team wasn't as, I guess, big on certain ends and what have you in terms of like wins and legacy and stuff like that, um, the athletic department and alumni did play a strong role um, on various things. Now, a school like Penn State that has this extremely huge football legacy, um, the head coach who um, has ended up getting caught in the crossfire and um, fired due to this particular situation, um, Joe Paterno, um, I think was one of the most winningest coaches in football okay. and all that type of stuff. And when you see the power that sports can have over um, these schools, particularly these big Division One schools, And um, sports in general, especially when a lot of money comes into play, um, that entire team pride thing and what have you, um, things can get nervous. And for somebody who was essentially a rapist pedophile, probably using that power to intimidate these boys and their family.
5: No doubt.
4: And not just that, but to have other people decide that that was more important than the mental and physical well-being of these boys who went on to campus. I think everybody needs to go down. Everybody needs to go down. Oh, no I, I have no sympathy. Joe Paterno could be the nicest man on earth on a whole bunch of other stuff, but he might have barely legally covered himself at the moment. They said that um he, you know, him telling the university cover himself legally, but sometimes you got to go beyond just that bare minimum legal just to keep your check and to keep a certain public front. You know if you are a parent or you'll be a mentor to young people you got to go to a, a certain moral standard whatever your religious proclivity say and the molestation and rape of young men just can it cannot be condoned bottom line I yeah. mean you can't equate like the football program to like some sacred religion institution that needs to be protected to a degree i think this is catholic church like. like well we, we, we gotta video. look at the bigger hole but we're gonna have to look at the elevated place that we're at to have people move around and get away with stuff and um it is truly grotesque and um in the sports realm like this doesn't even have anything on a certain level to do with race but I think on a certain level, what one had to look at, whether you like to or not, is a lot of college sports has a lot of people of color in it. And some people might have had to do something that they didn't want to do on that end and beyond to, to get the to play or to do other types of stuff. And I think a lot of that's going to leak at the end of the day from these young boys and maybe some of these young men who are on these teams. Um, all I can do, the only person I have sympathy for are the, the young men who have been abused. And so you know, prayers to their family and everything else. Cause that's a hell of a thing to deal with is sexual assault. And one thing um, is for sure. I, I think one I think God is, will have His way with this, and that's my opinion.
5: One thing is for sure is that um, um, I definitely think everybody who was in, uh, who was involved in covering up should be dealt with um, in some ways. Um, people uh, should be dealt with in some ways legally. And I guess in any other way, um, what I wanted to say about it was I remember coming up, and I remember people who didn't got cut from the teens back in the day, and you know, the, the put downs people used to say to people back in the day. And one thing that I knew from a kid was that that stuff that you know had been going on, that, that, that this cat is a cute on, that stuff has been going on for a long time. You know, First and foremost, who thought he was like that before it went down? Especially people who were not in the organization. I bet you nobody thought he was like that. I bet you nobody thought he was like that. What's up with that preacher um, in that church in Colorado who got caught out uh, uh, with um, uh, male prostitutes? Nobody in that church thought they were saved in this, that, and the third. Thought, knew that he was in there, you know, taking it and giving it from some... Boy, toy. You know what I'm saying? The same thing. This is this is for image and perception of masculinity or spirituality. When in actuality, it's just a bundle of insecurity. You know, people think, uh, "Well, you know, that you know, but Penn State." You know, people are like, "Well, you know," I've heard somebody say, "Well, you know, uh, he didn't go to Penn State, or you know, you know, that he might have been a teacher." If he was on, if he was, if he was on that program, he he knew football on some level in his life. But more than likely, I'm not sure that dude's history, but I'm pretty sure he wasn't a, a person that did not know football that came in there.
4: He was an assistant coach so for over thirty years, that, so he was that, in that, there.
5: that. That thing, that 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 reality is is definitely amongst that amongst amongst that, um, amongst that club. I'm not saying it's rampant. But I just remember, I just knew as a kid that some things just didn't seem right. You know what I'm saying? And um, you know, I had strong uh, family members, so nothing like that ever. I had strong family, which gave me the the ideals that to never get drawn into nothing like that. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? So nothing like that ever happened to me before. Thank God Almighty for that not happening. But. You know, it, 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 it's sad that those boys are having to deal with that, and um, it's sad that that culture is always pushed under the rug, like it will continue to be at other places, institutions. I'm pretty sure other Catholic churches, I'm pretty sure other Catholic churches, and I'm pretty sure other school situations where that's going on. So we can, put a, we can at most, pray for the children, you oh, know yeah. what I'm saying, who are dealing with this. and. Who are who 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 who, who, who as adults? are ain't saying nothing about it. You know what I'm saying? Particularly people who you know who might have been in a certain situations. That's not to say that every. Of course, I repeat, not saying everybody involved athletics in is like that. But the aspect that you know, I remember as kids, people made it feel like if you were less less, you weren't as tough, or and that definitely wasn't true. But in the sense of um, um, less masculine. And I thought that you know, as a kid, I always knew that that wasn't true. <laughs> and you know, this is this is a perfect example. You know, if Sandusky is a masculine dude, think of everybody, everybody who think of what you thought of him before this went down. And remember, you thought you know this was like you know that's a part of you know you know that's that's a you know what I'm saying? That's like a standard. He shattered all that far out, sir. You know, no I never used that as a standard, so I, I didn't shatter me, but in the sense of certain people's eyes, that's a letdown. You know it's a letdown in some people's eyes that looked up to them, especially on a local level, and maybe involved in that organization, or that thing he was trying to lure young boys in. That was some old slick, that's some slick stuff right there. No you know, doubt. which means he almost was premeditated into, to trying to get, you know, boy butthole. You know, mm-hmm. so, you know. He's, he's got to deal with that. He's got to deal with the catching the joint on that one. You know what I'm saying? And um, it's like it's like it's like uh, Joey Paisano, How could you let it happen? You're pushing your life down
4: the toilet, Joey Paisano. Oh no! Man, it's, how yeah, it's how it goes at the end of the day. I mean, it's it's a crazy scenario. Like um, I was talking to some people this past week who are. Very intensively into college football And college football history And what's a lot of them we're talking about After over 40 plus years of coaching It's a shame that his Career Which um, has been on the winning And another stuff very illustrious I think two national championships and all of that That um, well Joe Paterno's um, End note to his career is going to be This But it's A lack of doing little too late and with a situation like this i can only have so much um sympathy the um guy who caught um um sadusky doing um some of these um abuse charges um like i said he's an assistant coach over there now he was a graduate assistant back in the day and he's an assistant coach and one of the things that was kind of weird was that um the head coach and some other people that ended up getting fired this past week but he's still there. But um, he's gotten death threats now. So he's not going to be on the sidelines this Saturday for a game. And I think he needs to get fired too. Because I'm like, dude, you you caught a dude... You know, raping a young boy. You ain't try to pull this dude off at least? You ain't, you know, try to knock this dude out? Do more than call the cops and do whatever else? I mean, I understand shock, but after a while, I mean... That was a boy being abused. And um, if you want to get a whole lot of extracurricular detail about this story, uh, Deadspin has an excellent breakdown, including the grand jury report of the entire case. Um, Deadspin.com. It's like you saw all this mess, and the first people you decided to do was to go to the school. No doubt. You know, maybe due to fear about your position, maybe due to fear about how, again, we're working at these big sports. Type of schools and areas, you know, you could have been in some genuine danger. I don't know, but you didn't... Not even an anonymous call about this or do whatever else. And, you know, when you saw something like that, and you just still wanted to be a part of the institution, I don't know what I can say. And um, to all the people at Penn State, I know everybody is not like this, from the athletic department on down. This is not a diss towards y'all. This is not a diss towards alumni who aren't on this. Or whatever. But to have some people... Like, this condoners and be like, well, Joe Fraterno won mad games. It's, you know, he shouldn't get punished because he won mad games. And, you know, some of these college students doing riots and stuff when they heard that he got fired. You know, get the F out of here. Get your priorities right. When football trumps the well being of children, you know, it's just wrong. It's just very, very wrong. And your perception is very, very wrong about what's important in life.
5: No doubt about man, that. Man, that no that's, doubt that's all I gotta say that. about
4: that. I mean, people are overturning stuff and burning things over that. And um, yeah, man, it's, it's just bugged out. So, it prayers. Everybody affected said, by the
5: scandal. Don't, 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 don't. Those administrators burning. who didn't say nothing—they didn't say nothing because they wanted some. They wanted some. They wanted something too. You know, I think some of them didn't say nothing because they wanted to be on the list of the people who could be involved. One day, I'm gonna say one thing real quickly. There's a lot of people who are considered weird, but I bet you none of y'all thought he was weird before this went down. I bet you none of y'all thought he was weird, but think about the people you think he were. its kind of strange. That means that none of y'all—I mean, who got vision? <laughs>
1: who
5: got vision? I'm not saying I knew the dude was like that, but I didn't have this. View of what he is and what he's a part of as being this, this, that, and the third. You know what I'm saying? Or really cared, but, you know, but, you know, you, somebody strange and this dude is all right. Yeah, he's all right. Oh, in the Slammer! Yeah, just
4: another thing for people to keep on their toes. And personally, if something happens, to, especially to Sandusky, if something happens to this dude, I ain't gonna cry. That's all I'm gonna say about that, and um, I'm sure more information will come out, and um, we'll report that as it comes. Um, let me see here. Yeah, these were some pretty intensive stories. I'm gonna touch on one or two more things and try to end this on a little bit more of an up note, 'cause this is some pretty uh, kind of information. I'm um, speaking of students and protests, the Penn State um, breakdown, and the um, situation that happened in Berkeley, California, in regard to students. Is very interesting in terms of how police treated them. Now, um, as we mentioned briefly, um, Penn State had um, some pretty riotous stuff after they found out that um, Coach Joe Paterno got fired and whatnot. And police more or less kind of let a decent amount of it go. I mean, people got arrested and stuff like that, but it, it didn't get like kind of violent. Now, for people, you can check out the video on um, therawstory.com. I'm, I'm sorry, rawstory.com, the website the Raw Story. And I'm um, also on YouTube, um, there was a situation where there was peaceful protest as part of the Occupy movements. Um, this was Occupy Berkeley on campus, and video was is pretty bugged out. You have people standing there peacefully, you know, whatever, whatever, talking about, you know, we ain't gonna move from here, etc., etc. And this big line of police in riot gear, like tell them once or twice to move they and just start start charging heads like, batons, some heads got beat, you know, pushed with, uh, shields and stuff, and, and but the protesters st- stood firm, and, you know, people recorded it, and there was the chance stop beating students, and because it was being recorded, those cats stopped.
5: They well. you know,
4: people who are trying to peacefully protest about something big can't get the hell beat out of them, and the, the video footage is kind of disturbing. Um, like I said, you can go to rawstory.com and search for it, and uh, it'll have the embedded clip and everything in there. But you can protest about football. And it's like, I understand why these cats are protesting about football, but not real ish. You know what I'm saying?
5: It's a weird study of contrast. I sadly about them beating people, people, people in there. There's nothing good or God-like about that. Let's be clear about that. So, So we know what we're looking at
4: out and um, like we've said before on the Fusebox radio broadcast um, for the sake that these protests are getting people to thinking and trying to do something against a system that had plenty of flaws um, in terms of how things function um, within corporations, government and beyond um, God bless them and everything and these protests I think are giving people a reality of what others have been through for years
5: no doubt. In terms of
4: how you know the police system has been used by rich folks and um, just other people in general trying to maintain a certain status quo. I mean, people on Berkeley, you know, around Berkeley, California, are getting beat by cops. You can't say, oh, this is you know the stereotype of oh, this is like rowdy poor people or rowdy Negroes or Latinos or whatever else. Um, Berkeley, California, is pretty much the, the stereotypical majority. White, rich area and university. And when you see this video, it's a mixture of people that are out there.
1: No no. But
4: the police ain't care. though. You know what I'm saying? Um, I mean, there's you know been more that's happened of Occupy Oakland and um other various places. But um, it, it's kind of bug that I think that people are really getting a taste of the reality and why people did and still are fighting for civil rights with the um, black movement for justice and um, other people of color's movements and um, various um, other things. So, you know, check that out. It's something I think that can make people think a little more like this isn't just, you know, the stereotype they're still trying to put up of troublemaking young people and and hippies and the entire nine who are just giving a middle finger to what people are trying to promote as the greatest system on earth and all of that type of jazz. So, um, give that a peek and check that out. It's, like I said, it's a very interesting study in contrast. Protesting about football and and a coach in the system that allow a little boys to be raped is somehow understandable because you won that game. But protesting against a messed up economic and social system isn't, though. When you're just standing there. Think about that just a little bit, okay? That's all I'm trying to say. of Occupy Oakland in California really really briefly touching base on that Um, an undercover cop has come out excuse me talking about they were over um, at Occupy Oakland and they were like I think it's fine like they put themselves on video saying I think everything is all good and it's kind of whack that there's some police all over the country who are being put into these Occupy movements as agent provocateurs no, no. pretty much undercover who are trying to cause trouble if you're not familiar with the term and what have you um up in the mix and an interesting statement that um this um undercover officer has made um he goes he's, um, Justin, Justin Warren um I'm sorry <clears throat> excuse me he had an interview um with Justin Warren at thinkprogress.org um Story. Um, Oakland police officer Fred Shavies is talking about you know I support this and any police brutality that occurs could be this generation's Birmingham
5: no doubt
4: and that has a whole lot of meaning for people of, of, of the old civil rights generation when all that happened that got people's minds to clicking and being like stuff gotta change no and doubt. things had to go down and it also would be an exposure of you know the extremes of how the system can go down. Like people crying about police brutality, been going down for years, but I think these protests have shown it more and more. I mean, all law enforcement is bad, but there's certainly a weird system behind it. So um, that's an interesting interview. Um, like I said, it's on ThinkProgress.org. Um, you can search for Occupy Oakland. Everything will pop up, and has um, embedded stuff and everything. And um like I said, besides um Oakland, they said in um, Tennessee, um there's documentation that the Tennessee Highway Patrol has confirmed that not only police have been infiltrating the Occupy Nashville movement, but they were hoping for the movement's demise. Not so written documentation about it. So essentially right now what we haven't go down is like um a mini pro light. And um, I'm sure more and more information will come out as um, time goes by. But for all my people who are on the ground at these various movements or helping out in their various ways, it's just something to think about and to be on your toes with. You know, everybody ain't gonna be worth popping off at the mouth to. And some people who seem to be funny, keep on your toes with them. I mean, that's just life in general. Um, let me see
1: here. And I
5: got it before. Leave them good boys alone, leave them alone. I told you before, no dudes on the ding ding, no dudes
4: on the ding ding, leave em boy alone. Wow, okay. <laughs> <laughs> on both levels of all the stuff we've been talking about, I guess that is the theme, man. Anyway. Um speaking of undercover police and nonsense, um, we'll just do this story and then on a little bit of up note. Um a former narcotics detective in the NYPD has admitted that um, they've seen police plant drugs on innocent people as a way for officers to meet arrest quotas.
5: God bless him. God bless that man for coming forward with that because bros have been saying that for decades in New York City. Does that confirm what people had always been saying? You know what I'm saying? Or even what some cats said in rap records. God bless that man.
4: And, um, the police themselves call it flaking, quite frankly. I've, I know people that this has happened to, and everything. And, um, on, at different states and places, not, you know, just the New York City area. And, um, it's very bugged out. I mean, this practice has reportedly caught in New York City 1.2 million to settle cases of false arrest. And, um... This guy, um, who actually put out this information and more, ended up being busted back in 2008 for planting cocaine on four men in the Queen's Bar. Now, imagine this. Um, drug laws are still quite flawed in the United States, to say the very least, in regards to, um, crime and punishment, um, consequence type of deals. Now, you're planting cocaine on somebody, that could be at least five years in prison. No doubt. You know, this isn't. Not saying that it would have been better if it was a light charge in a few months, but you're talking about some hard substance type of deal. You know what I'm saying? And think about what happens. You gotta go to. Even if you get off, you're gonna be in jail for a little bit. You might end up missing out of your gig, and that messes people up. The financial burden of possibly having to pay a fine that might be up to half a million dollars. And if you do go to jail. And go to get stuff. That's a mark on your permanent record, which can affect everything from voting, your right to vote, to future employment and all other types of. Things. Imagine if you were just chilling and not doing anything, and some cop just to fill a quota, plant some rocks on you or something. That's it. Especially if you're sometimes a person who doesn't have a certain amount of money or a it, person of color. That that's just messed up.
5: And sometimes do, they'll do. They'll, they'll NYPD won't only do that with drugs. They'll do that, like, for fair beating. I don't catch that, but, like, you know, who paid to, to get on, and people, and they grab them, talking about oh, you beat that fair. So that means that they put people in jail to fit a quota system that can maybe lie in their pockets more. They, so, people like Herman Cain say, oh, racism, he, he, somebody asked him a question about his racism, man, he said, well, no, it's not, you know. So in other words, these people that say that we're not being affected, like Nick Rose, like Herman Cain, or Michael Steele, or, 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 or what is that, um, some Asians and Latins or other blacks who say it doesn't exist. NYPD is throwing people in jail like, like, it, like it's nobody's business and have been doing it. So I'm just going to show you, when they say these things, that's a way to distract you into accepting it accepting getting a foot in your ass accepting you accept, accepting a perversion of your own thought process the galactic intelligence that you have in you, oh just ignore that you know what I'm saying while people like NYPD or the medical church, medical establishment through pharmaceuticals and the military is conducting experiments on people oh just ignore that, but everything is okay you know what I'm saying you know, that just gonna you how perverted people are. Herman Cain had already said it. You know, there wasn't no racism. And that goes on. That means that Herman Cain is down with the NYPD doing that. That means he's down with them. Do that to them niggas. You know, he he like that. He like that. He like that. Herman Cain like that cop in, uh, what's that movie, um, Boys in the Hood? where that cop grabbed him, and he said, he said, I hey, you young niggas. You dick, you cop. When he put him over that hood, you dick. You know, and just, just... Messing with him, he ain't even done nothing. You know, that's what it, like a mean black cop that got they got beat up by some by, by a kid who was in the other in the poor neighborhood who was black. Now he got a vendetta. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, it's it, it's bugged out. It's um definitely bugged out. Um, the website truthout truthout dash truthout truthout o truth uh, excuse me truth dash o u t dot org has a really detailed um, story about this. Shout out to those folks and in, um, independent um, journalism in general. And um, it's 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 very very crazy. And you got to think like the essentially what they will call undesirables in this country, which usually means somebody who is on the lower end of the economic status. And unfortunately, in this country, there's still as a white race, you know, probably a person of color, especially in New York City. Like, oh, we can just toss some rocks on some people. Ain't nobody going to think about it or pay no attention. Or, hey, you know what? They might have got that plan on them, but because of the mentality that is out there, they're going to probably end up committing a crime, which, you know, of course, isn't freaking true. Everybody who's had, you know, a lack of money and stuff ain't a freaking criminal, you know what I'm saying? But that's what's pushed in this country. And, um, yeah, just the lives that have been messed up by this is bananas. They also have another story they talk about in 2008, which is crazy, that, um, they found out about corruption going on, ooh, excuse me, in that area of southern New Jersey, where uh, they planted drugs on a young, poor black man who never had a record before. And they ultimately spent 419 days in prison about a year and some change. And, um, the ACLU took on his case, in the end, the five police officers got sued and all five got indicted in federal court. And um, three of the five um, had ended up pleading guilty and admitted to drug planning. And what bugs people out about that is um, these five officers were responsible for locking up 185 people. Due to planning evidence, false evidence on them. And all 185 had to be released. So you have lives that were ruined by this.
5: Ruined. Yeah, there ain't no racism in America. All black people, they just complaining. That's the voice of the devil
4: talking. Basically. And um, this goes on in all different types of spots. There's not even official tracking of this yet. They're trying to get that started. But just think about how this war on drugs has become a war on people we don't necessarily want to come up type of thing. and a war on, hey, I don't want my pockets getting
5: messed
4: up, so
5: we just gotta do something regardless of whether people are doing wrong or not, so uh, For the love of money For the love of money to... for the love of the money here to of all evil. Money is not evil but when you love it and I love it, I'll do so much for money that I'll throw 185 jigger in jail and I'll give a damn about their families or their own psychological makeup after having to deal with them. That's what loving money will do. To, to destroy people's lives. That's what loving money, not having it, but loving it. Where well, up? Mm-hmm,
4: mm-hmm. No doubt, no doubt. And lastly, this, this is funny. I saw on um, which I'll probably end up embedding in the um, I'll probably end up embedding this on the um, description notes of the radio show on our podcast page and on com. Speaking of the Republican presidential candidate, a.k.a. what we call the political coon, politicoon, Herman Cain, um, there is a great skit on the funny.com, Funny or Die website, diecom where Mike Tyson plays Herman Cain. And um, it's like one of these little fake political commercials. And he has a joint where he's, he's being Herman Cain and talking about Herman Cain trying to get the presidential nomination. Talking about, I'm running for the president and leading in the Republican polls. Why? Because the Tea Party loves crazy more than they hate blacks and I'm crazier than a ish house rat and a whole bunch of other stuff. That it, I was in tears, literally, when I um, watched this joint and you know funnierdie.com people aren't familiar they do a whole lot of comedy skits on various things and what have you but that that joint had me dying so first off shout out to Iron Mike man he's made a really really great recovery from you know things he's done in his past and what have you yeah,
5: big up to Mike definitely
4: big and, up some and it's been making some, some nice moves and turning around to make a positive impact in his life um with his fam and beyond and um that, that that Herman Kane joint, yo. It's it's barely a minute and a half. Like I guess I'm gonna put that up on the, the notes and everything. But Lord, that joint is funny. That joint is is freaking funny. He had like little Herman Cain mustache and, and the glasses and everything. And like the, the little like um bug bow joint. And you got folks who are like you know, well damn, I I vote for Tyson in a, a thousand times before I vote for Herman Cain. And yeah, whatnot. Yeah, that, that was one of those die hard laugh situations. So shout out to him in a funnier Die. for um, and whatnot. And um, hmm. just had another story pop up on my screen, but I'm going to let that go for now. We've been <clears throat> rocking and rolling and talking for a while. Heavy, heavy news week. Um, like I said, some unfortunate past passed. We had to talk about that within our sphere of the world. And, um, everything else. And, yeah, we're just going to go right into the tunes and um, all that good stuff. Love to our audience. Love to all the music. Um, folks who make great tunes, old school and new school. Um, for my new school people who, are um, consistently ask this, whether it's on our Twitter feed or beyond, you can just go to FuseboxRadioOnline.com. We have a link to our SoundCloud page. You can submit music that way. And we also have our email, um, FuseboxRadio at gmail.com. The Submit music. Um, Mastered and clean is the way to be. Since, you know, we do... And don't be whack. Do that, and yes, of course, do not be whack. We exercise quality control here. We don't do any payola system or anything, but it is up to myself and John do to discretion what we play on this show, so...
5: I mean, you'd be like, Who y'all? Who are y'all? I bet you where I'm from, they play radio before where you're from. <laughs> I'm just bugging you all right, y'all, Peace. Yeah, I'm about to say, Hee! I'm like,
4: what the hell? Oh, John, dude, I'm It's all good, though. It's all good. But, yeah, man, let's get into the mix. Yeah! 21st Century Black Radio for the masses. Syndicated box Radio Broadcast. DJ Fusion. John Judah making it happen. Keeping the spirit of Black Radio alive.
5: All right. Peace. it the CD. NY Jersey. Breaks. What's the deal?
4: This one definitely goes out on a
0: censorship tip. So, everybody sit back. Have a champagne sip We're going to teach these people out there Who are against saying what we want to say The right way You know what I'm saying? So what we're going to do is kick back Swing a the fork and beat by my man DJ P-Rock Producer extraordinaire will P-Rock Make it clear, I can flex, bang, lend a pen to a friend, keep a party pimping from now to then, I don't have to swear, curse, or juggle, lyrics in the verse, to make a party bubble, so Mr. Censorship, tell me, what's your problem, The girlie's on the corner, if wifey can't solve them, how did she say it, I'm curious, G, does she say, honey, love me, or baby, baby, fund me, anyway, we'll say what we want to say, play how we want to play, feels good that way, so G-Rap, uh, it's time to kick up first, do your man a favor, and don't curse,
3: right here
0: on the yeah. Radio, Box Radio. You're telling me don't curse. I reversed and did it worse. First, I put a curse and they reverse. I kinda got outrageous. Check it even, made a record. How I'm doing? All my VITCHs. Ducks, it wasn't for the bucks. Every word that you heard is cause I didn't give up shucks. And hey, yo, I almost forgot. The curse is a block, but it's getting kinda hot. So I'ma let profanity retire. Hey, but if worse come to work, I cause you out like a prior. So grand poop will kick up first. But do your man a favor and don't curse. Don't curse. Cursed? I take a famous curse word and just say coof. Coof flipped around the other way means huh? Boy, when I do it, see I can't get stuck. Jump on a mic, then I earn a quick buck. Buck meaning loot, then I grab some boots and set with my truths. For those who can't follow, and got stuck.
6: Coof flipped the other way means huh? <coughs> Is this a curse? I freaked the nurse in a haste, but I made sure I had my hat first. It's time to kick a verse. God cipher vibe, We can't curse.
0: A verse, I say no, nope. grab him by your hand, wash your mouth out with soap, thinking to be the last one with the bad lingo, scooping over skins in the church for your bingo, sounds of the dog fresh from the tailor, Because I made a movie when he cussed like a sailor, better get dialect dirty like a subway, freak a funky loop here to make it go the other way, in a vocabulary scrimmage, we're cursing in my village, ain't good for me, and it's so big daddy, you know it's time to kick the verse, but do your man a favor, don't curse. <laughs>
2: Smooth rap inventor to enter. Friend of discretion is not the so there's no need to censor. Kids want to peep it, but you want to beep it. What? I feel like slapping a sticker on your Chill, chill, say what? you magical rhymes are too tragical for any source to stop. Came from getting capital. If I thought sticking me was dissing me, man, don't you know that this would be worse than Stephen King's misery. So clean off of vanity, stealing it all the man to be. Rocking any microphone you hand to me. So every day I'm about to disperse, I so kick another verse. And don't forget not to curse. Hey yo, Big Daddy, check this out I'm about to do some old slice, slick, smooth,
0: on the tricky tip stuff I'ma bring my little cousin, the producer of this joint His name is DJ Pete Rock, definitely part of one of the family You know what I'm saying, Jake? And he about to flex on this head mic and get busy like his big cousin You know what I'm saying? Check it don't curse. God bless, but I can't mess around with the curses. So I'ma kick verses or a verse. Soul Brother number one here to kick facts. Smoke the microphone and produce crazy tracks. Yo, I'm a bad bro, let's start the flow. I'ma kick bronze till it's time for me to go. I can't curse, cause Heavy D said so. Now I'ma get back to the subject. Get wrecked. If you think I'm bluffing, just check with the crew. P C L smooth, very down to earth. And we didn't have to curse. Yeah, man, the abstract poet Keep tip for
6: my chocolate to wreck. You know what I'm saying Got my man Pete Rock my man D in the house And we're definitely chilling on a lifted tip
0: So must the spit out <laughs> <laughs> Flim, flim, flim Lick my big black stuff Must I kick a curse to be rough enough You can put the sticky where the
6: sun don't shine So back off and let me get mine Visions in my head, one is dealing with hits If I have four girls, then I'll lick eight hits Wait, don't wanna hear no drama
0: Cause the mum diddly head is a fave of my mama's So I will blew out and get mad lifted Don't have to say up to show that I'm gifted God bless me cause I reach reached my 21st FD, don't drop a curse
2: I'm talking about a verse without a curse, that's how i
0: reach ya I can rock a party without a swear or a harsh verb Bad words, no curse words, heavy D prefers, so sweet. swing Swing till the soul be clean rhythm Before I say goodbye, let me tell you how I hit 'em. CLP, Rock G, Rap, Maxwell, Big Daddy, Q, Tip and uh, me as well Time to say please, Thank beat for the beats This funky beat was made for the streets Notice how clean that we kept every verse But if worse came the worst, we all said again
3: Now listening to Fusebox Radio with DJ
1: Fuse.
0: The stuff. measure the pleasure, the treasure, the note that I wrote, and you can quote flow like I roll like a boat, taking a stand, don't need a hand. The man in command did so train. next American band standing over weight, level, discover. No other brother for smother. If I ever fell out and tough all that stuff call my bluff you can't get enough from Mr. Big my trademark You are just like a hush no right or bark. You move when I say so. I flow in the wind blows. While I'm ripping and stripping. you be peeking through a window, definitely for action. Voted for Jesse Jackson. Instead of lagging, we could have been passing Eddie F on the fake mix. The boys with the dance tricks, trade with the management, heavy with the lyrics. Who said that I ain't though? You walk in a tightrope, you're living for hot hopes. I wonder what you smoke, didn't come here to tiptoe. I came here to rip so grab your partner, dosy dose, and let it flow. Hey and MC, heavy So let it flow. Said, heavy you my hero understand this before you make a comment there's always a meaning in a heavy statement in this life i strive for improvement be your own god follow your own movement love is a legend me i'm legendary at it Flip Tip overweight lover on your radio and on your magazine cover. Drink Coca Cola, remain to solo. Like yeah, yeah, check yeah, it out, check it out. Yeah, beast all the new.
6: Only in the breath was on me.
7: dj logic you're now listening to the fuse box bringing the best of hip-hop and soul music news and commentary from all over
2: Check this out. This is Chuck, the Republican, you're now listening to Fusebox Radio with
3: DJ Fusion. Harder than you think.
7: Last week, a new low was set in African-American contemporary politics. Six members of the Congressional Black Caucus joined 54 other Democrats and 40 Republicans in a letter calling for $4 trillion cuts in federal spending over the next 10 years. In doing so, the five black congressmen, and they are all men, reveal themselves as wholly unrepresentative of any black constituency in the United States. We will call out their names in a minute. But first, let's get to the substance of the letter. It was addressed to the so-called super committee that's charged with cutting $1.5 trillion, not $4 trillion, but $1.5 trillion from the federal budget the result of the disastrous dance over the debt ceiling between President Obama and Congressional Republicans last summer. The deadline for the supercommittee of six Democrats and six Republicans from both houses of Congress is November 23rd. If the committee does not come up with the cuts, or the Congress does not pass them by December 23rd, then 1.2 trillion dollars in cuts would automatically be triggered. The damage to the social safety net would be serious, but a $4 trillion cut, as advocated by the letter writers, would be far, far worse. So why would six black Democrats join 54 mostly blue dog members of the party in calling for a catastrophic $4 trillion cut? Because the first black president is as eager to gut Social Security, Medicaid, and Medicare as the Republicans are. It was Barack Obama who appointed the Deficit Reduction Commission that last year called for $4 trillion in spending cuts, including Social Security. And it was Obama who offered the Republicans the same level of spending cuts in his bid to make a grand bargain with the GOP, a bargain that, for their own evil reasons, the Republicans did not accept. It was at that point, last summer, that the real Obama was stripped naked to the world as a corporate enemy of the New Deal and the Great Society who uses progressive rhetoric in order to disarm his own Democratic base in service of Wall Street. Without that revelatory moment, there may have been no occupation movement. The six black caucus members are among the congressional Democrats that want to help Obama to finally seal that grand bargain with the Republicans. The letter to which they affix their signatures mimics Obama language in maintaining that all options for mandatory and discretionary spending and revenues must be on the table. That's Social Security, Medicare and Medicaid on a silver platter in exchange for some token tax increases. So who are these six black congresspersons who would sell out their constituents to please the president and his corporate friends? They are Danny Davis of Chicago, Chaka Fata of Philadelphia, Gregory Meeks of New York City, Terry Sewell of Alabama, Mel Watt of North Carolina, and Emmanuel Cleaver of Kansas City. Cleaver is the chairman of the Congressional Black Caucus and made headlines last summer when he called the debt deal a Satan sandwich. And here he is with five other Black Caucus members making common cause with the worst elements of the Democratic and Republican parties. Emmanuel Cleaver, Danny Davis, Chaka Fatah, Gregory Meeks, Mel Watt, and Terry Sewell feasting with the devil on the bones of the social safety net. For Black Agenda Radio, I'm Glenn Ford. On the web, go to blackagendareport.com.
1: You are
7: now. Are now.
0: Are now. Tuned in to the Fuse Box Radio Broadcast with DJ
2: Fusion and John Judah. <laughs> You're as good as they say you are. Syndicated worldwide. To bring real black radio
8: back to the masses.
0: October 6th, Nobody else can do this for. us. We are the last thin line of defense.
9: Our moment has come. I will be the in Washington, Washington D.C. in Freedom Plaza we will unite D. to demand an end to a system that puts
10: profits and warfare over the welfare. On
9: October 6th, on October 6th. We're not October leaving over many days. Occupation
7: East Washington D.C.
10: October 2011.org.
7: Because I will not be silenced. We will be heard.
3: Now listening to Fusebox Radio DJ Fusion.
0: Anorexic white. The fashion industry got up in a funny spot. Self-hatred leaking out they mouth like a... Movie star, Hollywood, Babylon fantasy. Bunch of peacock... In a... And if you're healthy, they make you think you're manatee. Look how they invented this Eurocentric insanity. Got you brainwashed to the point you're bleaching your skin. Blind to the truth and can't see the beauty within. Cause ain't nothing wrong with exercise to tighten your thighs. But there's something wrong with contacts to lighten your eyes. We going back. From hip-hop in the park To the experiments by Dr. Kenneth Clark So after the cannabis I'ma have to handle this Release the pressure on her And open her like an amethyst Their lives can't phase your beauty You gotta
11: know who you are Stay strong
0: Isn't a natural model, it's built to be the opposite of the cultures we topple. These magazines got you caught in a hustle. Cause when you starve yourself, your body doesn't burn fat, it burns muscle. And men who don't even like women control the business. That's why the women look like men, and the men like. I break it down it's gone as God is my witness. Remember Sambo, caricature, characteristics. Now who got the under they lipstick, implanted Arabic hips, surgical sickness, a bipolar society that claims to be righteous, spray painting, artificial melanin, trying to be like us, living in a pathetic epidemic, a schizophrenic buying a synthetic Ooh. body with credit, you mad that I said it, but you know that I'm right, find a natural beauty and get you some natural love tonight. Their lives can't phase your
11: beauty. No.
0: Tattoos where you can't see I'm the one, I'm the man that you can't be Decade plus in the game, I got a name While a lot of these commercial ass rappers should be ashamed Sold your soul for that 15 minutes you was in You was on, you was hot, now you finished I represent for real hip hop For my homies that still sell pills and low blocks. I told the young dudes, clean your money up It's a recession, it's the perfect time for coming up you can listen to these rappers if you're dumb enough a smile get money have fun be one of us why you acting tough for wouldn't throw a cream puff in a cupcake war it's not real it's all what you make it all you got is your word and your fuck once you break it life is a myth and time it's an illusion I'm a light shining through the confusion. We sell frequencies designed this music. All I do is kick rhymes, have fun, and do cool This shit. Wasn't
6: for this hip-hop-ish. I probably lose it. The real thinker. Don't confuse me with Confucius. Cut on your blinker. Get it right. I'm the prototype. I spit like I mix chemicals in beakers. Way before I heard my
0: words thumping out a speaker, I knew I was too cool to play. Follow the leader. Everything I do goes over the head of overachievers. We can discuss this over lunch. It's over when I dump my pieces. Me Punks, bunch of bitches, y'all should wear pumps Square up, run to Orange County for a fair one I'm out your frequency, don't speak to me Reason B, I'm like a deity in the elite Merce, bow our heads, bon appétit Let's turn paid dudes into Coachella and have a feat this rap game is full of lanes, driving themselves insane, looking for a lane. Man, life is a myth for times, it's an illusion. I'm a light shining through the confusion. We sell frequencies designed this music. All I do is kick rhymes, have fun, and do cool shit. man talk. Head up high with pride is how I walk Take notes from the source Innocence analog and up two inch reels. You had to show and prove skill to cop you a deal Co-serves was void Shortcuts didn't exist You had to go hard and the the score Test the time would separate the weak from those Who had abilities to transcend beats In other words, yo You had rappers and then you had MCs Melly Mel, she in no seats. Busy B, Starkey, O Varsity. Sideways talk nowadays. Lost Fast forward, present time now it's something called 360 deal. Idiots ass, but do I sign? bent over, face down, getting it's from behind. I'm shaking man, I'm thinking you out your cotton picking minds. Life is a myth, for time it's an illusion. I'm a light shining through the confusion We sell frequencies designed this music All I do is kick rhymes, have fun and do cool-ish
10: Life is a myth and time, it's an illusion I'm a light shining through the confusion We sell frequencies designed this music All I do is kick rhymes, have fun and do cool-ish Welcome to Media Minutes. I'm Stevie Converse. And I'm Candace Clement. And I'm Megan Tatey. The A's are 46, the nays are 52, The motion is not agreed to. Internet activists cheered as the Senate sent a strong message to Internet service providers who want to prioritize content and services on the net. By a margin of 52 to 46, senators rejected a resolution of disapproval of the Federal Communication Commission's open Internet order and voted to uphold the Commission's modest net neutrality rules. The vote leaves intact the FCC's ruling, which prevents Internet service providers from blocking or discriminating against Internet users. During a debate on Wednesday, several senators spoke out strongly for Internet freedom. Senator Al Franken of Minnesota said opponents of net neutrality are wrong to think that the FCC rules would be disastrous for business.
5: We expect that emails arrive at their destinations at the same speed, regardless of who is sending them. And we take for granted that the website for your local pizzeria loads as fast as the website for Domino's or Pizza Hut. And that is one of the reasons I care so very much about this issue. This isn't just about freedom of speech. It is also about protecting
7: small businesses and entrepreneurs of all sizes.
10: Massachusetts Senator John Kerry said he and other net neutrality supporters are defending the rights of ordinary people.
7: The
5: other side is coming here and trying to create a new structure where the process will be gamed once again in favor of the most powerful. I mean, this is really part of the whole debate that's going on in America today about the 99 percent who feel like everything is gamed against them and the system is geared by the people who have the money and the people who have the power who get what they want. That's what this debate is about.
10: Senator Maria Cantwell of Washington would have preferred even stronger net neutrality rules coming out of the FCC. She said wireless users remain unprotected and the fight for true internet freedom is far from over. The FCC rules do not go far enough. You can't continue to have this half step and not clearly on the mobile side give consumers the protection they need. But for today, If you want to vote with internet consumers and internet users on driving down the cost of the internet, then vote against this resolution and keep the minimal FCC rules in place until we can get stronger legislation passed.
12: Who is going to save local news? Journalism education programs, according to a new report from the New America Foundation. As local news disappears, journalism students across the nation continue to churn out content on their campuses. The report suggests that journalism schools of all levels should branch out to support and contribute to the larger news ecosystem. Chris Anderson, an assistant professor of media culture at the College of Staten Island, co-authored the report. He says journalism programs are uniquely suited to help fill the information needs of communities.
13: There is a growing information deficit in local communities, and we need to stop treating journalism school work as simply educational and need to start treating it as actual reported content that is going to contribute to the knowledge in the community.
12: In fact, Anderson says journalism schools should base their programs on the hands-on teaching hospital model, where medical students work on real patients.
13: People come in with illnesses, with gunshot wounds, with injuries they work with real people with real issues and it's not seen as being strange or unusual or a lower level of medical service than, than you'll get anywhere else. We think that that mindset needs to translate into journalism schools. This is not an exercise. You are working with real journalistic issues, reporting on real journalistic news, and you need to both interface with other media outlets and conduct your reporting, thinking about it in that way.
12: The report makes specific recommendations to journalism programs as they transition into the digital age, including teaming up with traditional local journalism outlets. The result, Anderson hopes, will be a new legion of journalism students responding to the local needs of communities while they're at school, not just after they graduate.
13: That will then boost the amount of journalism being produced. It will boost the amount of information that people have to make political decisions about what matters in the world. And that in and of itself is a very necessary thing right now. We are losing information. It is not yet being replaced. We need to look around and find the institutions already there that can help us replace
12: it. To read the report Shaping 21st Century Journalism, visit newamerica.net. You've been listening to Media Minutes, a production of Free Press, a
10: national nonpartisan organization working to reform the media. For more information, visit freepress.net.
4: You are now listening to Fusebox Radio. Radio.
0: Rain motor. Shots rang out. Yes, it was a gun. He was the only one to fall down y'all. That ain't right. Then his people scream, Ain't no need for sunlight. Ain't no need for moonlight a street light Just burning real bright Some folks say we gon' fight Cause this here thing just ain't right 1960 what? 1960 who? 1960
1: what? 1960 who? 19 Hey, the motor city is burning y'all
0: Policeman thought it was a gun, thought it was the one, shot him down, y'all. That ain't right. Then his mama screamed, Ain't no need for sunlight, Ain't no need for moonlight, Ain't no need for, ain't no need for street light. Just burning real bright say we gonna fight because this here thing just ain't right 1960 what 1960 who 1960
1: what 1960 who 19 hey the motor city's burning
0: to 1960 1961
3: Now, listening to Fuse Box Radio with DJ Fuse. What's up, everybody? It's your boy right here, Lamar Blackman, and this is Direct Effects. That's right, the Jump Off. Your hottest daily dose of entertainment and college news brought to you by the Black. University Radio Network. And on today's show, I'll speak on the great American conspiracy and President Obama. Yes, with great sadness, we have to introduce the race card into the present conversation about the American economy and the president, and I'll break that down for you. J. Cole has a brand new CD, Cold World, The Sideline Story, which debuted at number one on hip-hop and R&B charts, and we will break down his style and let you know what to expect on his new album and with the destabilization of Libya and the assassination of another Muslim leader Muammar Gaddafi is this the 21st century colonialism and imperialism of Africa and the Middle East going on right under our nose and we're not paying attention we'll break all that down all right here next don't you move on direct effect.
9: Hey, are you tired of those same old energy drinks with bad taste? Make a switch to Pitbull Energy Drink with a guaranteed no aftertaste. Pitbull offers more energy with ginseng and vitamins B6 and B12. With a ginger ale lemon lime flavor, Pitbull meets the consumer's demand for better tasting and healthier energy products with a guaranteed no aftertaste. Make a switch to Pitbull Energy Drink. Pitbull offers more energy with ginseng and vitamins B6 and B12. With a ginger ale lemon lime flavor, Pitbull meets the consumer's demand for better tasting and healthier energy products. For more information on Pitbull energy drinks, bars, and mixes, visit their website at hiphopbev.com That's hiphopbev.com Online orders available at hiphopbev.com. Straight
11: up, now tell me, do you really want to love me forever? Oh, oh, uh-uh, oh, uh-uh. or is it just a hit and run? Hey, we got money. a good day. Don't know if I'm going to see you again.
3: We caught up with Jermaine Lamar Cole, better known day. simply as J. Cole. He's the lead artist and the first to be signed to Jay-Z's label, Rock Nation, and his new album, Cold World, The Sideline Story, is number one on Billboard's Top 100 R&B and Hip-Hop albums. And here's J. Cole giving us a little insight on what we can expect from his new project. What's good, fam? Well, first of all, I'm
11: excited. Um, The album, to me, sounds incredible. I feel like it's going to pave the way for a new, just a new way
0: of of rapping, like storytelling. I'm I'm trying to make that cool and, and find a way to make that popular. Um, Again, I guess but it still feels new.
11: So the production-wise, is you know I got live instrumentation. I feel like it's the best production of my life.
0: And storytelling-wise, and rapping-wise, you know it's, it's up there as well. So I don't know. I could toot my
3: own horn, but I, I, all I can really say is I, I feel like you know I got something special. That's J. Cole and the new album is Cold World: The Sideline Story. Available now on Rock Nation, Columbia Records, and you can visit jcolemusic.com, dreamvillain.net, and rocknation.com to preview the album. Good-looking, Jay, and much continued success on the record. Libyan President Muammar Gaddafi's death was an assassination and it's laid squarely on the feet of the United States, Great Britain, and France. The same Western powers who in the 1600s imposed colonialism for over three centuries, occupied minerals and resource-rich land in Africa, massively plundered resources, destroyed cultures, identities, and alienated languages of millions of people. The ousted Libyan leader's country of Libya is oil rich, just like Iraq. So oil rich, that is the number two supplier on the world market, oil rich. Libya also has the number two gold reserve in the world behind China. There's 3.3 tons of gold in the country of Libya. Libya boasted one of the best qualities of life in Africa and one of the best healthcare systems in the world. The literacy rate went from 20% to 86% under Gaddafi. Muammar Gaddafi spent billions of dollars setting up a satellite over Africa so Africans would have communication on the continent without going through Europe. He set up a World Bank of Africa with his own money, $6 billion, to allow African nations to borrow in order to build infrastructure in their countries without the exorbitant interest of the World Bank and France. Muammar Gaddafi was meeting with African leaders to begin creating a United States of Africa, which consists of railroads built to connect African countries telecommunication lines to expand comrades, and to begin to create a united Africa when he was killed. Do your research. The history of America for the last 80 years and economic theory both prove that every period of high unemployment since the Great Depression of the 1930s has had some form of government finance or job creation to put people back to work. With full knowledge of this reality, how is it that Tea Party supporters can demand that the president create jobs with no available funds? A freeze on the debt ceiling while fighting any tax increases, which in fact represents the only way to raise additional revenues without cutting entitlement programs. The very educated Tea Party members know that such program cuts would virtually destroy and even kill millions of Americans on Social Security, Medicare, and eliminate the possibility of additional benefits to the 25 million Americans still unemployed. Those Tea Party members of the U.S. Congress that created the debt ceiling crisis did so with full knowledge of everything mentioned here and therefore represent a violation of their oath of office in which each of them pledged, quote, to uphold and defend the Constitution of the United States. Such actions constitute a conspiracy, which is defined as two or more people planning to engage in an illegal act. The desire by this group to make President Obama a one-term president and to do so by causing government to fail under his leadership is intended to not only eliminate America's first black president, but to ensure that any further effort to place a person of color in the White House will instantly bring association with America's first black president. The same group that failed to downgrade subprime financing institutions is holding back over $1 trillion instead of creating jobs and stimulating the economy. And the question is why? urban entertainment news freaks, it's already waiting for you online at
9: eurweb.com That's www.eurweb.com eurweb.com
3: That's going to do it for this edition of Direct Effects, y'all. It's a wrap. And make sure you get on that treasure hunt. That's Pitbull Energy Bars sold in 7-Elevens across the country. And we're giving $100 gift cards from American Express to the first five people who can hit us at Black college radio at gmail.com and let us know what 7-Eleven you picked your pitbull energy bar up at. Until tomorrow it's your boy right here Lamar Blackman and I'm gone.
0: Ladies and
5: gentlemen you are now witnessing Fuse Box Radio. Take the it out take
1: it there, Follow me, tell me if
2: Niggas is tryna kill me, picturing pisses, spitting hollow till they drill me, keeping it real, and even if I
0: do conceal my criminal thoughts, preoccupied with keeping still, see niggas is folks, sitting in court, turns, bitches, they used to be real, but now they petrify bitches, I'm tryna be strong, they sending armies out to bomb me, listen to wrong. the only DJ that can call me, constantly on, my firepower keep me warm, I'm trapping the storm, and fuck the world till I'm gone, bitches be warm, word is born, you'll get torn, I'm busting on Giuliani, rubbing my Niggas wrong, ending this song before I leave. Bitch of me, I'm spitting that pump. Bitches and hustling to be free. Watch me set it. Niggas don't want it. You can get it, better, it make these jealous niggas mad. I said it. This thug life, nigga, we don't cater to you hoes. Fuck with me, have a hundred motherfuckers at your door with four folks. <laughs> yeah, nigga, thug life, life,
2: life. I'm hard. Praise the Lord, shit, Hail Mary, fucker I never knew her, I probably screw her A double body in the sewer, our father My pot stuck up, dumb spots Big black and mean with the fifth by the gabardines, what you expected from his next akin uh, I'm up bro, but ain't no Mexican. I got nines in the bedroom, blocks in the kitchen.
0: A shoddy by the shower, if they wanna shoot me while I'm shitting. The lesson from the Smith The lesson is depressing. Niggas keep stressing. The same motherfucking question. How many shots does it take to make my
6: heart stop and my body start to shake? Ron G, stop. I be the that break. young, pretty, Fly smooth, glorious kid. A bad boy just like notorious big, a Rockefeller like Sean
0: Connor, With more game than Ron Harper, the bombs rapper slash on rumble. While y'all be
6: on the corners bumming and high, I be out buying the finest shit money can buy. You and she was in the position that I'm in. Hot rhyming, diamond shining, autograph signing. My lifestyle is far out. Every week bring a different car out. I go to nightclubs and ride a bar out. Oh, uh, cause I keep dream I'm large on the street scene. Every time I touch mics, you hear all the
0: freaks scream. Yeah, yeah, Big gal Harper's finest. Yeah, the nigga who hold it down for up. <laughs> it's how we do it out here on this underground real shit, nigga.
2: It's the heat, nigga. Now rewind this motherfucker. You know you can't help
5: it. Yo, you're checking out Fusebox Radio with John
0: Judah. And this is your truly big guru, the icon. <laughs> My man, Guru, ball slick Sling it on if you mean, think you can hang let if I said let me do my thing Yo, Kamachi, Philly's my, my official strip, strip. Half street scientific, what I hit you with The mind of an African initiate I use my magic to murder any click you get Don't need to click a clip I'm in the jungle with Apollo sticks More powerful than any hollow tips. I'm out there like I blew up on the Apollo ship I don't listen to Earth radio or follow hits I'm a god for this hip-hop home I fought And Guru got the tempo where the bones is bought So I can create a world where my poems is taught and now I got them caught like high heels in the cracks of the wall walk Blood from they mug when I give them the sword talk Keep my eyes open like a war hawk They slugs melt but I think they need more salt When my black candles burn in the middle of white right floor talk.
1: Come on,
0: dog, who's the best? Come on, chase. Mommy, Bring it on if you think you can hang, and if not, then let me do my thing. Uh, Bring it on, but make sure intentions are pure, cause, like the saying goes, all's fair in love and war. They wanna try to dead a brother for. My bags are packed, I'm about to head out on another tour While back home, all the shorties learn to pack chrome They catch you slipping, you could get hit To the back of your dome, the New York blocks are still scorching Word up, and it's the same down in Philly And the same up in Boston Down south and out west, some don't move without vests I feel a couple of rappers, but I doubt the rest Cause I can tell they don't know what they're in it for They know their whole steez is weak But won't even admit it or don't wanna play the game by the rules so again, the blind leads the blind, the fool is led by the fools, a picture me not setting it straight. Uh, that's like a fat
5: kid at a cook up not getting a plate, so bring it on.
0: What the fuck is, know who's the best? Come on, Chase. <laughs> yes, uh, bring it on if you think you can hang. And if not, then let me do my thing. Hey, uh, yo, I'm humble and calm, but I still rumble and bomb Any fugazi lazy rapper, I crumble in my palm, they play roles. And they could never rock me I'm well protected, well connected And i brought Rock Kamachi About to take ours back from the culture stealers Cause we'll never see power unless we let our culture heal us The strongest people call us the sole survivors So we the burning sands and the molten lava Yo to God, known to control every cycle and season commercial disciples is leaving but I hit them with this automatic rifle I'm breathing and send their souls right back to the spiritual regions. My show get a listener's a miracle evening. Mary's womb is the spot that my voice was conceived in. Now understand me and what you should believe in. Don't care about my wrist long as my head on this season. My, <laughs> I'll just go, the, the My well, legendary the status. Bring it on if you think you can hang and if flat, then let me do my thing. <laughs> And if flat, then let me do my thing. And if flat, in if the flat, the the then let me do my thing. Bring, bring it on. I'll just bring it on. Bring it on. Bring, it on. Bring, it, yeah. bring it on if you think you can hang. And if flat, then let me do my thing. Word yeah. up. Bring it on if you think you can hang, stupid. Yeah, Shaman Guru. Gangstar representing. AKA Boyhead Slick. You know what I'm saying? I'm in the house with my man, Kamachi Straight like that, Philly to New York to Worldwide We'll put an end to your fraudulent behavior That's what's up This about to change, you heard?
6: Right here on the fuse box radio. On everyday grind, trying to stack up figures, running through the projects and back alley blocks. Devious niggas make you the house stop. Who claim they hustle is great? Who live in the fire every day, tip face? Who was wild but now found peace? Who are rep everyday for they man who can see? Who got a wifey that's a bad broad and a next bitch that I pray to the lord. So we can all get hot We can all get flat, so all eat pot My cousin got shot on the 8th of July Who'll throw the ratchet? Who will catch it? If I put up money for that boy Who'll match it? Who wanna be a rapper? See me with my girl And still try to tap her Who hold down three F's? the split flames Out they first three reps. The dot Hit me on the it. Hit me at four I'll be in front of the score. The summertime coming The weather getting hot it's here, but I claim y'all slot. There's money out here, but not a whole lot. And it won't take
0: nothing for a hitter's plot. It's starting landlords turning vacancies into crack spots. I roll with adolescents letting off headshot. It's achievement Black Caesar, Bronx Bomber, Max spit on crack. Murder Marauders uptown, they play takes none, gets none. Take something from cheap. hope you got something, cause I'm a rock something, and I'm not fronting. John F. Kennedy shot right through your wig. You fucking with some niggas that can't be fed. So come oh, on yeah. down, get lynched, it's a round sound. When the pound sound, you fucking clown will flinch you in the ground, which means no get back. So next time your ass come around, don't forget that. My hoes listen when I put my hand down. My soldiers fall back when I tell them stand down. We rolling with the burners, out, bodies on the ground. Smash up a pound, turn up the sound, back to the the my hoes listen when I put my hand down My shoulders fall back when I tell them stand down okay. We rollin' with the burners out, bodies on the ground Sketch up a pound, turn up the sound, back to the, the boogie Yeah, uh-huh. bitches say I smoke too much what? And why niggas wanna hate, cause the kid got his dough up I don't know. Your flow sucks, nigga, fuck the whole fuck industry the whole. I couldn't care less if none of y'all remember me right Get up, I'm street prone, holy heat prone Nothing's stopping us from getting this damn money none. I'm a beast on the track, for a meal, scrapper uh-huh. And I'll punch you in your face, I don't care if you you a Ill rapper. I'm right back in the hood where I'm supposed to be. You slacking ain't getting it like you supposed to be. Hopefully none of y'all niggas approaching me with that weak shit. You get your whole team hit. I seen shit like shootouts in broad daylight. I did shit like shootout in broad daylight. We grown men, we don't play fight. play your issue correct, bitch nigga. Bitch nigga, bitch nigga uh huh. Yeah, yeah. Just go out to the P brothers, the whole changed and the teamers. Dot X, GS, and the rest is quick.
1: Come on down, niggas. My cousin Drake, heavy hitters.
4: You are now listening to Fusebox Radio, bringing the best of hip hop and soul music, news, and commentary from all over. 7 7 7 7 8 8
9: Fox Radio.
0: to the fuse box with john judith
2: pick me a town in any climb where people like a swinging time and stay awake both day and night now so everybody's feeling good and bright then throw me smack dab in the middle pitch me smack dab in the middle pitch me smack dab in the middle Let me swing till I satisfy my soul Now I want ten Cadillacs and a diamond mill Ten suits of clothes to dress to kill I want a ten room house and some barbecue And fifty chicks not over twenty-two Then throw me smack dab in the middle Curl me smack dab in the middle You can curl me smack dab in the middle Let me swing till I satisfy my soul Me just to wash it down. But carbonate is older by the pound, then throw me. Smock dove in the center, child, drop me. Smock dove in the middle, man. Plop me. Smock dove in the middle. Man. Let me swing till I satisfy my soul. We must have this roaring band and about five hundred ballet girls. A street that's paved with natural pearls I want a wagon load of bonds and stocks Open up the door to Fort Knox And throw me Smack dab in the middle You can dump me Smack dab in the middle Well, you can even jump me Smack dab in the middle Let me swing till I satisfy my soul I only want to swing till I satisfy my soul Well, I want to swing that is Thank you We thank you We thank you, thank you so much Thank you Oh, it's so nice to see so many of you here to welcome
0: I deserved them too. She used to beat my ass. Remember them switches you used to have to go get yourself to beat your own ass with? And they had them leaves on me that go. I see them trees today. I stop the car and get out the car to kill that motherfucker. But right? I
2: see what I say. Like. You
0: won't grow up, you motherfucker. Because that was some hell of a psychology, right? To make you go get a switch to beat your own ass with. Right? My grandma said, Boy, go get me something to beat your ass with. And that would be the longest walk in the world. Yeah, that you'd be the most. And you knew you couldn't come back with no little one either. Because if you come back with a little one, she's going out there and get the tree and beat your ass with. Right, you be going in a house. That vine makes such a weird sound, and you're gonna you be doing. It make you start crying before you get in the house,
1: right? Mama, mama, please, Mama,
0: I said, my mama would beat my ass with anything, right? Like, she'd take them old douchebag pipes. You remember them old long red cars? On them big dish bags. You remember my grandmother used to call them a hot water bottle? Used to hang in the bathroom on a coat hanger. Smell like vinegar. Well, she's rip that bar off and tear your ass up. And I'd always try to go to sleep to get out of ass whooping, right? You know, I'd pass up supper and everything, ease in the covers, oh, shit. I got a But She you wake your ass up, one in the morning. Get your ass out of that bed. I, oh, put your, don't you run from me? Don't you ever run from me? As long as you black. don't you run.
1: From me.
0: And you wake up in the morning, welts and shit be all on your face, nuts all swollen up. It'd be good for eight months. It'd be no trouble. Cause I hate it from my father like this just when we that motherfucker just hit you with anything nigga didn't he make you hurt yourself you know he's insane you know fuck your own eye out and my dad would say shit to me just scare me because i'd be coming in you know he called it when i was smelling my piss he was scary to talk to right i say hey dad i'm going to the movie say nigga you want to take that bass out your voice when you talk to me
5: I'm going to the movie if you like me, man.
0: We're okay.
1: One time I got tired of him
0: kicking my ass. You know, I had a fight with him in the front yard. Well, it wasn't exactly a fight. I did the best I could. I said, man, I'm tired of taking these ass, I ain't taking no fucking more. And that's it what you a man now motherfucker yeah okay and he hit me in the chest so hard that my chest just came in and wrapped around his fist and held it there i wasn't letting that fist go i didn't know fuck what did he did my chest had that fist Everywhere he moved his arm i was hanging on
12: No, he wasn't gonna kill
0: me. So he grabbed me by my throat, my eyes was getting big and shit, and he bust my head against the cement and some blood came out. And when you see your own blood, you freak. I start trying to push that shit back out in there. I said, Dad, I'm upset, I'll be sad, I'm upset. You no, know, motherfucker, you was a man a minute ago.
14: He was beautiful though. I was strength, inner strength,
0: I good human being, I a lot of heart. Say so anything that was on his mind, anything. I mean, he was brutally honest. Like, we was going to my stepmother's funeral, and it was like one of the coldest days in the history of POL-1, like, 20 it was 0 And I'm sitting in the back seat with my father crying and shit. Like, it's all I we're going to be to the a man to get in the corner, I better by myself. Now, I'm not lying, that's my father. I wouldn't lie. He'd be at the graveyard talking to the bitch. Hey no, man, when the shit over, right now. Get to the part about the so I love you, baby, but goddamn, it's cold out Then you, you go home, right, and you eat everything. All the neighbors bring food. You know, everybody brings something I to eat and drink. Forget about the past you know, and shit. Look forward. A lady named Miss Irene brought some dressing. We were dressing with almonds. Miss Irene Irene helped raise me too. She had some beautiful dressing. We was eating it, and somebody saw some little feet on their almonds.
3: let Rich,
0: there's some feet hanging on my arm. Well, you the only one got a roach, motherfucker. The rest of us had almonds. Now kiss my ass. I don't want to hear this shit right?
8: My grandmother said, now don't say nothing to her, boy. So you know she going out.
0: So She can't see very well. She probably left the oven open overnight and they crawled in there.
4: But you did have roaches, babe. You had roaches just like
1: everybody
0: else. They're good, too, aren't they, honey? <laughs> I'm going to kill motherfucking roaches. I mean, they just won't die. You talking about decon? Roaches laugh in your face. Roaches come out of me. Hey, when are you going to have some more decon? Say, Friday? Okay. there's a decon party Friday, fellas. You got anything for the rats? Because they coming Thursday. Ain't nothing to well done. video I asked too. They're getting them some new niggas to be after me's.
1: But bring them over. Bring all of them
0: over. Niggas won't mind. They didn't ask no shit. <laughs> we the motherfuckers got to give the jobs up for them. <laughs> Because I know why they like them motherfuckers too. Cause they got the kind of music they can dance to. <laughs> <laughs> they try to dance the bad luck, motherfucker, get a heart attack. Damn, is it ever gonna stop? It was funny man pleading for the orphan and shit. God, we've got to do something. No, Arvid, oh my goodness. Bitch almost had me going getting Arvid. People in Mississippi, white folks in Georgia and shit, adopting babies. Shit gonna last about a year. And that racism gonna come out. God damn. What the hell we got here, Margot? Ain't your eyes ever going around, though? look like one of the neighborhood coons! And I'm for orphans now, you know, don't get me wrong, I like orphans, but shit, they got 10 million niggas here need to be adopted. They got a show in LA on TV, they'd be selling niggas for adoption on the TV. Never see those shows? Get one of these niggas, please. It's a big head one here, he's all right i take him home, but I have a dog. <laughs> got all the Vietnamese in the, in the army camps and shit. Taking tests and stuff. Learning how to say nigga. <laughs> so they can become good citizens. Right? They got classes, you know they have. All right, let's try again, tropes. little, Now
2: that's close. Get your ass kicked, you know you made it.
0: You gotta be careful fighting them motherfuckers, too, Jack, Cause they know karate and kung fu and new jitsu and all that old shit, you know, and be hollering at your ass while they kick it. Whoa, ah! I don't mind motherfucker kicking my ass, but don't be hollering at me too. Make me mad or cry to this motherfucker. And if you ain't done it, be careful if you get some Vietnamese pussy jackets. Right? Because they got a VD scared the shit out of penicillin. It be up there waiting on Peninsula. Yeah. Come on up in here, Penna. Yeah, we got something for your ass. Come on up in here. Get a big knot on your dick. Yeah. Dude. What is it, Doc?
5: <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to touch it. I know.
8: Thunk of forty thousand years. Leave we it over
0: there or whatever. Hey, yo, J. Doodle, yeah, yeah,
5: yeah.